You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for Terra Nova. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Terra Nova news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Terra Nova! Welcome, welcome, guys. I am joined by lovely Kristen Carey. Harney. Harney. (laughs) I want to be someone different, too, so you can call me Carrie all you want. There you go. All right. And uh, Gabrielle Loren. Yes, you got it right. I got that one right. Congratulations. And uh, see, there's just so much stuff going on in my brain. It's tough to keep, <laughs> like, even just names. I mean, this show is fantastic. Uh, but before we get into the show, th- again, there's so much to talk about. I do want to say real quick, um, for any AfterBuzz fan, we are doing um, the Breaking Bad edition live from the John Lovitz Comedy Club this Sunday night, October 9th. Um, and it's at 7 p.m. So what's going to happen is our fans will get to watch the show with us. And right after that, we'll do our after show for Breaking Bad live from there. And Maria Menounos from Extra and our own Maria Menounos, who's uh, the network head here, she will host the panel with the stars and uh, crew of the show. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night. I'm definitely going to be there. You guys doing popcorn, anything for the... Uh, well, there's going to be food and drinks. Awesome. Yeah, better than popcorn. Yeah. Drinks. Yeah. You can't go wrong. And uh, now, for those of you uh, listening to this podcast, you're like, well, you know, I'm not necessarily a, a fan of Breaking Bad. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, it's true. Who it's cares? Come out for a good time. That's what I'm saying. Well, here's the thing, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, for those of you watching on Ustream, Look at the lovely ladies I have over here, correct? Comment on that. Comment. The headphones aren't becoming, but... Well, <laughs> all I'm saying is all of your favorite AfterBuzz TV hosts, or most of them anyway, will be there, and you'll get to meet them. And uh, the more we support this show, uh, the more we're supporting AfterBuzz TV. Because um, if this goes well, there's going to be the opportunity to do more shows from there, whether it's regularly or just the season finales. And hey... I look forward to that, and I hope everyone does, too. Yeah, well, John yeah. Lovett's Comedy Club is actually tons of fun. I've been there a bunch. I do stand-up, so um, it's always a good vibe, a lot of fun in the audience, and uh, John Lovett's is there sometimes. So it's, He is. I'm, I'm, he might be there, actually, that night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the John Lovett's Comedy Club is in Universal City Walk. That's in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, so if you're not in Los Angeles, get yourself a ticket. Um, we won't reimburse you for it, but hey, again, um, the little that we do ask, uh, most of our stuff is free. We don't monetize this. And so, um, this is your way of supporting us. And so we're really calling, um, all people to come out and support. And if you support, then that means we might be able to host our Terra Nova finale. That's right. And, uh, with that, you know, um, it'll really kind of put us on the map. So, you know, uh, now Fox can kind of see, okay, this is what it's all about. Um, why don't we send some of our, you know, cast to AfterBuzz for the Terra Nova edition? 
which will be really fun. Right. That's what we're hoping. All right. Well, and speaking of Terra Nova, (laughs) this is the second episode. And before we kind of break down um, the scope of tonight's episode, just uh, general thoughts from the first episode to the second. Um, Do we like it? Is it getting better? I definitely... You you go because mine's gonna be worse than yours. So yeah, you hers is gonna be a little more on the negative side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I think that this had a much faster pace mm-hmm. than the first episode because the first episode, of course, was two hours long. But um, the plot line was just moving. It was moving. One mm-hmm. minute the reptile birds were swarming the village and then the next minute they solved the problem so it was like all in one episode you got your answers yeah for me I felt like that was a little bit of a problem because I want to see a continuation of a problem I want to like find I feel like the birds should have been taken care of in the next episode so it would pull me back in I think they resolved it a little too quick so I didn't find a main central theme to pull me into that it was almost like an its own segment it was you know like what I think? the end and mm-hmm. now we'll begin anew so i would have liked to see a little bit more of a um like a rope mm-hmm. leading from this episode to the next episode besides just the love interest or like a family drama i think if they kept it the same but then had the birds come back towards the like the very last like yeah minute, if there was a last scene like, of like one pecking work. someone eye out, someone's eye out i'd be like all right I'll, I'll be back no but as if like they came back to the village their plan didn't work or just like right. one of them at least so we knew that there yeah. was going to be something right. that was going to happen in the next right. episode right. again yeah there wasn't well, like the cliffhanger yeah well, I mean, so we're kind of talking about the birds already. Um, for me, I didn't mind it as much because um, the the through line of kind of what I see Terra Nova as now, it is going to be that family drama. And I do kind of like that. I like how, you know, I can now expect that every episode I can come in and there's going to be an inciting incident and it's going to be solved by the end. Um, but the tension really is within the family and things like that. Um, you know, last week we had to go outside of Terra Nova to really get the drama. Now the birds coming into Terra Nova, and I think that's kind of thematic of what this season will really be: is that the drama is contained, yeah, know, to and, the family and to Terra Nova. And it's also Terra Nova is not safe. It's not. There, it's not at all. And I love that part about it now because it adds to the drama. If I was creating a a uh, like a, a Terra Nova, a little colony, I'd put a roof on it to begin yeah, with. Yeah, you know? that, like, that was on my notes. <laughs> I was thinking that. I'm like, are they going to put like, make this a greenhouse or something? Because <laughs> they knew they were flying dinosaurs back yeah. millions of years and, ago. And, and, so. and the, the, the dinosaur, or whatever, the reptilian bird-esque whatever um, we're speaking of, they're pretty small. There's yeah. so many big ones out there that you'd expect, okay. Right. So I feel like you're totally right, and I I wrote that as well. Maybe you could put, like, a moon roof if you want to take a shot of that giant big old moon. But, I mean, you know, that I think would have... But, again, I don't want to solve the show and be that person who's like, well, what happened? So... I think, I mean, just structurally speaking, how hard... I mean, it it must be pretty hard to build a dome over something that is pretty large. You know, I mean, it's it's technically a village or city, whatever you want to call it. Go to NFL Stadium, you'll find that. Giant roofs. Yeah, it's yeah. probably there, just as big. The NFL stadiums yeah, are probably just bigger. as big as Terra Nova. Electric. Except they did have that one falling out with one of the roofs caved in with all the snow. Maybe there would be a malfunction. I know. I'm anyway. just saying it might be it might be tougher than we think. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, I expect a lot from our future. I had you high our standards. Past. And our past, yes. <laughs> Both one and the same Yeah, now. they better know this. something being in that year and coming back. Right. They better know something. <laughs> but I guess, uh, you know what? Now they... We might get into this in predictions, but who knows? On the agenda might be let's build a roof. Right, right. They get but, a lot of roofers, a lot of you know, 
Or how about what would Manual you like labor, to see? Jobs. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Maybe as through the recruitment process, you know what? Maybe we need some more contractors. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's a very good point. Right, right. A lot because of construction you know, management. Yeah, they're just besides the doctors, they're just taking random people and in placing them in a job. For example, the dad who was in jail, he was a cop, but they they stuck him in agriculture. I mean, I know it was kind of a punishment, but at the same time, it's like they're not bringing in people who own farms, you know, which they probably didn't even have in twenty one forty nine. Going on. <laughs> yeah, who owns farms in twenty one forty nine? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you see how technologically advanced they were in the first episode? Like, there was no like rural areas right. in this film on the first or movie TV show because it feels like a movie, but TV show in the first episode. It was not mm-hmm. like that. It was all like city like cars. Are about to be flying or something, right? Oh, it was crazy. Farming isn't number one on the yeah. agenda. No. I think Those I think we got to get stocks. it there. Maybe, please, if you're listening, Terranovians, you might want to start with farming because <laughs> you know, as in the future, we notice uh, an orange is a is a rarity, right? So let's not forget that part of it. It does have some similarities um, to. Uh, Idiocracy, that movie, mm. um, how in the future there was no, like they That's were watering their plants with Gatorade and, you know, things <laughs> like that. So <laughs> I, I hear that I have yet to watch that movie, but I hear it's very good. Yeah, I hear it's, it's great. the more kind of depressing version of Wally. Is that true? I haven't seen Wally, but I've seen clips of it. I know it's like fat guys drinking Diet Cokes in a moving <laughs> chair to bring them to like the sink if, you know, if they're yeah. going to wash their hands or Yeah. Uh, more innocent, the Wally's definitely more innocent version. I would say so. Um, so, the big, big theme of tonight was um, Jim being out of place. But before we kind of get to him, I did want to speak t- um, about Josh and his um, sort of plot line. We find out very quickly that from last time, him and the girl, his love interest. What's her name, by the way? Sky. Sky, that's it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. See? Good job. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I am DP. You know what? Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a very symbolic name because obviously in the future um, th- they couldn't this, see the sky. That's right, and uh, maybe his mind was clouded with his prior girlfriend, and now he's seeing the light. Right. I feel like I'm in English class. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Well, I mean, this shows. Uh, the, you know, that's why I love doing this show because I like solving these mysteries, and uh, you know, I have a, I've kind of read some things. Um, that I will bring into our discussion about Jim um, from the fans. And, you know, I, I always love kind of seeing what what the fans think. Um, and so it'll be interesting as we kind of develop to, to see, you know, what they write in and their thoughts and, and whatnot. My thoughts, the only thought that matters. That's <laughs> true. That is very true. Um, I would actually like to hear what people think about Josh, though, because um, is he like a, you know, a blossoming character, or is, he, or is he that kind of cliche, teen angst, like kind of angry kid who's nothing goes right for? You know, I I don't find him to be super original, mm-hmm. so I'd like to hear I, I I'd like to hear a couple takes from from people just to see if they find him genuine. I don't. I just think it's a little bit. It seems a little bit forced. He's too good looking. You can't be angry when you're that handsome. Yeah. Life's great. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, here's, he's, he's, he's like, uh, I know the sister Maddie is way smarter than him. Um, and yes. in fact, smarter than the family. She takes after her mom. She does. But um, at the same time, I, I, I could see why he's kind of angry and, and I don't yeah, mind Yeah, the- but your father was in jail because he kicked the shit out of a cop for your family. You know, you can't really hold that against, I just, I, I, you can't hold that against your dad who's like kicking ass for you. 
You know what? Most guys... It's not like he was like doing drugs. Most guys, unfortunately, um, hold a grudge on their fathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it isn't until um, kind of later... Until they their- get laid that they yeah. change their mind. Then they I, loosen up a little bit. I guess. <laughs> no, but it's especially if you lose your father and he's not in your life. You know, that's your role model. So you're going to be affected in some way. It just depends on how you handle it. Especially, let's um, if you really dissect it, think about it last time, you know, he brought in the first episode, he brought in the orange. And so in that sense, it's a symbol that he's always been the provider. You know what I mean? And now all of a sudden, um, this responsibility got dumped on Josh when the father was in jail for two years. So, and it, and it may not have been something that he was ready to accept. Yeah, I don't think anybody at his age is ready to accept something like that. Exactly. And and the the interesting part is, um, you know, uh, Josh gave up the band. Or what? It, uh, he they touched on it briefly, where the band kind of broke up. Could that have been the reason? The he was in a band. Yeah, yeah. him yeah. and uh, that him and him and uh, his former girlfriend. I was too busy, busy yeah, he, judging. He, <laughs> yeah, he mentioned that, that to Sky, right? Yeah, that. not something you want to say. I mean, right? Yeah. Am I correct, ladies? Well, she kind of brought it up with the necklace thing. She knew. Yeah. She was like, that was your ex-girlfriend's? But, yeah. but, but question, girls, <laughs> um, and please answer uh, individually. Um, <laughs> you guys always kind of probe guys of like, what was your past relationship like? But do you really want to know? Yes, because it deciphers whether or not you want to be with that person because if you don't like the qualities about how they handled past relationships or who they may be because you might not know them yet, that's why you're asking them those questions, then you don't know if you're going to want to be with them and it helps to decide. All right, what about you? I just want to know if I'm better than them. (laughs) But but will you stay with them if they're not? Well, if if they weren't better than me? Yeah, if they're not better than you. Well, hopefully they don't admit they were better than me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, actually, so, she was much prettier, and she was a better artist. You know, I'd be like, oh, "I'll see you later." So I'll always be better. Mm-hmm. So was Josh given the right answer? I feel like I was like, oh, "Dude, dude, take a lesson." Yeah, he's weak right now. You know, very sensitive, and it was definitely not the way to go if you want to keep a girl in your life. But you know, he's young. He's this probably his what se- probably his second experience. So <laughs> literally, <laughs> that was his first. The girl he left behind. <laughs> I'm still on my first. Are you? I'm old. I'm old. Yeah, I'm a nerd that's, and I'm That's old. actually nice. So how long have you been with your first? Uh, about four years. Wow. Congratulations. See, it works for Kristen. She's got it. I've got taste. Yeah, you do. Does your you guy have you a do. necklace that's uh, he platinum? He used to. He used to wear like the choker, which intrigued me in Facebook pictures before mm-hmm. I knew him. I was like, I don't know what I think about this. Oh, we don't do rings anymore. It's necklaces. Oh, oh, it wasn't a necklace for me. Welcome it was just like a generic, you know, his <laughs> own necklace that... Fair enough. He picked out for himself. Right? Well, I mean, it is interesting kind of, um, you know, the necklace in itself is, uh, I guessed it, um, that it was a symbol um, from the past relationship. And obviously it gets revealed that it is, in fact. And uh, the new symbol is the guitar, you know, where Sky wants him to learn the guitar. Mm-hmm. And she eventually, you know, makes that bet knowing that she's going to give him that money to be able to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting how she is kind of moving him away from that past relationship mm-hmm. as quickly as she can. Can I just bring up something? I don't know if I missed something mm-hmm. within the two episodes, but does Sky have family? Because she mentioned that she wanted to check after the whole bird attack, the reptile yeah. attack. She mentioned that um, she wanted to check on her roommates, housemates. Housemates. Well, um, Where is r- their family? Remember from last time she lives with the housemates um, 
because they they all have their own jobs and their family. So it, it's basically uh, they were old enough and responsible enough to be able to have a house of their own rather than have to live with their parents like the Shan family. Right, but don't you think it's a little weird we haven't seen her family at all? I thought the the head cop was supposed to be her father. No, that's Wasn't the it? other... Isn't it one of the other people that was in the woods? No, the, uh, the, the, the boy, son. The son. The son who we away. haven't met yet. Yes, we haven't. Well, he uh, he was in the first episode for like was a he? brief second. Did we see him? Yeah. They brought him up. We didn't. We never saw him. No, he I, did the drawings. So. You did <laughs> in your <laughs> dreams. Did you get Maybe. the deleted version of the I show? I think I watched deleted. Listen, I know the producers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, I I thought I saw him, but maybe not. I mean, it was a pretty trippy episode, so you never know. Yeah, I think they brought him up and said how important he was going to be. The Sixers. Yeah, but we I don't know if we ever saw his face. Well, unless uh, he was one of the birds. I don't believe so. Well, fans, let us know. Did we see his face? It was kind of like <laughs> and a. If so, what do you think he looks like if we didn't? You have to kind of uh, <laughs> TiVo it and play it in slow mo to kind of see him running through the bushes. Kind of <laughs> He's naked. I saw him in the bushes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, any last thoughts on Josh before we move on to the kind of big picture of tonight's episode? Would uh, you date Josh? No, God, too sensitive. <laughs> no. All right, too sensitive. No. Too sensitive. Well, he, I mean, he showed his masculinity by being able to fend for his family. Yes. The, uh, the guy who was in love with Maddie. Yeah, he, he fell right not, to the ground. Yeah, exactly. And he was in the big army suit. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I think if I was his age, I'd give him a chance because, yeah, he manned up and he saved his sisters. And um, and he saved the guy, too. Come I on. I mean, yeah, he did. I, he has some of his moments, but overall, I think he's a strong man. He takes after his dad. Hey. <laughs> and I think his dad's cute. <laughs> New love cute. interest. I think his dad's cute. I'm yeah, he's, he's hot. He is, I have right? a crush on did him. Did you see his body when he yes. was in the bed? Yes. I'm sorry, I have to say. Yes. He had like an eight pack. Yeah, I was going to say that the, <laughs> the parents have a sexual tension, which is good. I can feel the chemistry, but who I wouldn't can. have chemistry with his well, body? It's it's interesting because um, a lot of the fan forums, um, I'm specifically citing IMDb, we're talking about um, how last episode, Elizabeth, the wife, made him sleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. And come on, it's been two years, and you're gonna make your man sleep on the right, couch. Right. So, um, they had kind of predicted a scenario with sexual tension, um, and that's not to say, although we they predicted it, that doesn't mean it was uninteresting. I actually like it very much. What about you guys? Yeah, I like the I like the um, the tension because I think it also will uh, add to the um, the situation with Malcolm because mm-hmm. clearly the husband and wife they're still into each other. But he's still feeling insecure. The you know Jim's feeling insecure, so he's not doubting the fact that she might go with Malcolm. He's you know questioning. If you were totally secure in the relationship, you wouldn't bring it up. So clearly, although there's sexual tension, there's a lot of emotional issues. What do you, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gabrielle. <laughs> no, well, I was just gonna say yeah. There's definitely sexual tension. I think that I think that they're a great couple, and I think they should stay together. I hope nothing breaks them apart. Although I'm a little nervous because of this Malcolm character because I think they brought him in for a reason and he clearly brought in Mrs. Shannon for a reason. But um, I don't know. I I think the couple, Mr. and Mrs. Shannon, work well together. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Shannon, I love them. I want them to be together forever. Sorry, I just think like 
Yeah, I think that's how it's. When they be. get divorced, we have to have names for them. Yeah, it'll be it, a Ms. It would Shannon. be so futuristic though if they got a divorce because that's so the trend. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Marriages don't last in the future either. Yeah, let's not do that. Let's keep it together. Well, I think this guy is going to be Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely, I think, there to stay. They didn't resolve anything. I think there's sexual tension with um, Mrs. Shannon. <laughs> Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. I would you guys rather Mrs. us wait? Would you rather us call them Mr. and Mrs. Shannon or Elizabeth and Jim? <laughs> I'm going Betty and Jim. Betty and, Betty Jim. and Jimbo. Jimbo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I will say the reason why I like um, Betty and Jimbo <laughs> is for the reason that the opposites kind of attract, and you know they have a different chemistry going, um, and so I like that very much. Um, in terms of Malcolm, I was thinking, uh, before I kind of speak to him as a person, um, at the top of the episode, we were talking about the spy, or at least that uh, Taylor and um, Jim Bo were. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was thinking, is Malcolm the spy? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Because obviously, as you guys said, you know, he's brought in for a reason. And I think this show's a little bit smarter than to just bring him in for um, the sexual tension. I think there's something more to be had. And uh, as much, we'll get into this more in predictions, but just by the fact of um, uh, Malcolm is very useful to the tribe. You know, we talked about kind of that um, people have uses and he of all people really has great use. And as much as um, Jim doesn't want to depend on him, he actually is depending on him and has to. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in the moments when he's trying to rush, um, you know, for them to find the, uh, what do they call it? The, I'm just going to call it pheromones. The, there you go. I was going to call it the aphrodisiac. Because <laughs> apparently birds scream like. <laughs> that, that's not what they want. They don't want an aphrodisiac. <laughs> They'd create more birds. Well, the birds, that's what they were going to do anyway. Yeah, that they were totally getting maybe. it on. Yeah. Didn't you hear what it, Commander Taylor said At that the end, they were the eating flower? Yeah. yeah. That's hot, right? I mean, I don't know. Those birds weren't so hot. Maybe if they were hot birds, I would. If it was like the Tyrannosaurus Rex, I'd be like, yeah, but. Bout chicka bout. Wow, we got to have a new special (laughs) segment. Which dinos would make the hottest couples? (laughs) Um, Where was I going with this? But yeah, I mean, uh, Jim, Jim, (laughs) I think. You get nervous by the time of sex. We totally lose track. Wait, you guys, this is why the show is supposed to be about the show. <laughs> you know, because we're bringing the dirty in here. We are. There you go. I'm... Awkward silence. <laughs> um, so, yes. Back on Transitioning track. back to Jim and Malcolm. Uh, Do they have bird condoms? <laughs> I, I think they don't. No, they don't. Uh, especially in the past. We haven't really. I don't think. Yeah, there's got to be some sort of because they wanted um, they wanted uh, uh, population control. They've got to have some you bird know, control, birth control down there. Bird, mm-hmm. not for the ant, not for the dinosaurs. Bird so. control. Yeah, I don't think they're really controlling <laughs> the dinosaurs. Birth control for the birds. It's a benefit of being a dinosaur. You just do it all you want. And again, uh, see, why, to kind of make it a more serious subject on this uh, dino <laughs> reproduction. No, in Jurassic Park, that's how they controlled the population. Was um, was they made dinosaurs that were only female so they couldn't reproduce um and obviously that went to hell because all of a sudden you know um the famous um uh, dr ian malcolm 
um, I forget who's who he's played by, um, but he says, you know, life finds a way. And so, you know, uh, they're not controlling. I think uh, at that point, 2149, they might have seen Jurassic Park. They're like, you know what? We really can't control dinosaurs. So we're not going to control their reproductive habits. That's a good point. True. It's the least of their worries. They learned their lesson. That's right. But we can migrate them to a new breeding ground. Yeah, get them out of here. Do you think the? Do you think at all they're going to start killing off the dinosaurs? Do you think that's going to be an angle at all? Where they start, humans start to, you know, endanger the species? Because, you know, dinosaurs do die off. Or, mm-hmm. And that's another question I actually had about the show um, is... Uh, as the future, as as the uh, civilization, civiliz- civilization <laughs> that I'm not part of, clearly, um, <laughs> continues into the future, dinosaurs were killed by, like, an asteroid that hit Earth. Are humans preparing for that at all? Because if they continue to, to grow in the past, they're going to have to deal with, with something like that, so it could kill off the entire species of humans. Well, we could definitely talk about that in predictions, but I will say perhaps the key okay. lies in the cave drawings. Right. Yes. So there you go. maybe we'll find out. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? All right, going back to um, Jim and Malcolm. Um, I do want to, you know, my kind of um, idea for this topic was that Jim's really been out of the game. And, and that's what Malcolm, the reason why he brought Elizabeth and the family back in was because he thought Jim was still in jail and was not going to find a way um, and we obviously see Jim's mo- um, been out of the game by what's demonstrated him in the family life. Like yes. he's got the three things: okay, <laughs> food, homework, and and bath, and can't even do that. Yep, he can't remember. His head is in so many places. That's he's right. been out of the game. What, what uh, ladies? Do you uh, family man? Is that important to you? Family man? Yeah. Yeah. So, Definitely. So a guy that can do dinner, uh, homework, and and bath yeah because cleaning is most important to me cleaning if if he wasn't doing those things what would he be doing is the question right you know he's protecting terranova no but in real life because that's what you're asking us would we go do we want a family man Mm -hmm. what would he be doing if he wasn't a family man is what i want (laughs) you mean like cheating and stuff like that no i just mean like if he wasn't the type of guy that cooked took care of the kids like what type of guy would he be? What type of husband? Like, not well, my type know. of husband. I want to know what I type of like. woman is Elizabeth. I want to, um, where I really wanted to uh, get your guys' take is, what is Elizabeth and Malcolm's relationship in the past? Obviously, it's a big thing that um, they're not going to reveal for at least a couple episodes, I feel. But um, what do you guys think? How long did they date? How did they meet? Obviously, they met at university or whatever, but. I think they met. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think their relationship was anything that serious. Because if it was, I feel like the meeting would have been a little bit more um, dramatic, a little less acquaintancey. Like if I meet someone that I dated for like two or three months, like oh my god, hey, like mm-hmm. you look great, whatever. Like I'm regretting that I left you. But if I w- was with them for a long time, I'd be like, how's your family? Like you know, yeah. I would. I would ask more intimate questions. So I'm assuming that they were a little bit more in passing, but they did have a sexual thing going on mm-hmm. that's what I'm assuming yeah I do agree with your points I think it was a little weird that when they saw each other again for the first time it was you know just like very casual um, but I think I mean university think about how long ago well I guess if you're a doctor it's different but 
I mean, I feel like she's older now that she has three kids. It's like, come on, like, how long ago was that? You probably haven't seen each other in, like, 15, 20 years. Like, what's the deal? If you don't see someone in a long time, you She's like, I didn't recognize you without your mullet. Yeah, but that's another thing. People change. Like, you look different. Right. You might not recognize people at your high school reunion when you're, you know, like, 20, 30 years out of school, more or more. I think also in marriages, you know, Mm -hmm. he was gone for, he was out of the game. He was gone for two years. Um, did she wander at all in, in her mind? You know, was she missing that companion man type? Did she think about him? Yeah. Um, because we don't know what she did during those two years without him. We and don't I know if she know had why. any relationships or if she was yearning mm-hmm. for somebody else. Or um, mm-hmm. that's that's all to be seen. And I think we all want to know why they broke up in the first place. What happened between Malcolm and Elizabeth? And, and with the theory of opposites attract, um, maybe it didn't work out with Malcolm because they had too much in common. They're both doctor geniuses. Yeah. And, and it does Competition. create... Competition. Right. And it does create chemistry. He's a cop. You know, there's not much in common mm-hmm. with a cop and a, and a doctor. Because yeah. I know a cop couldn't, like, save my life. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think well, they're they, dumb. they might be know. able to. But, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, is, is Malcolm kind of a creeper? Yeah. I mean, if you look at on paper... He's a creeper with an English accent, which I've never heard before. Usually I'm sold with the English accent, but he's creepy with the English accent. doesn't wow me. And, again, and, and I'm sorry, the accents haven't changed. You notice from like 1920 to now, we have a little bit of a different twang. They have the exact same accents. Very small details. I'm into details. I anyway, w- continue. <laughs> yeah, but then they might call it no, bad that's... acting if somebody... They yeah, change yeah, the yeah. accent. What are they doing? <laughs> Hello, yeah. mate. Do they like, know what they're saying? Is the question. Well, I mean, uh, it's, a it's ridiculous always, detail. I'm sorry. It's always, no, it is always interesting. I mean, uh, if you watch Avatar, they created kind of. I mean, they did create their own language, right. the Navi language. Uh, I don't know if uh, Tolkien was alive today. I'm sure they'd hire him to like. All right, give, give us some uh, an off breed of Elvish or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I like know. details. Fair enough. No, that's that's actually very astute. I like that. Um. And A plus. <laughs> Thank you. A plus. Um, and uh, I, I thought the really interesting part of tonight was um, the fact that, you know, as Taylor and Jim are trying to rush this, uh, you know, the uh, the cure or whatever, the ferryman, um, he has to push his wife to really do so. Even though, um, and again, by pushing his wife, it means that he's also... Um, allowing Malcolm to kind of be a heroic figure in this event. So I thought that was a real interesting twist. Yeah, it's a little heroic of Jim himself to take on, to allow mm-hmm. him, allow Malcolm to become a little bit more of a hero than him. It takes a man to... But then he also, like, kind of... Shot, it, he's kind of shot down at the end because did you realize how he wanted to name the, the new reptile after his name or whatever? Mm-hmm. And... The the father, oh, Mr. Shannon, <laughs> Jimbo, said, um, what did he say to him? Ugh. He, he, he mocked says, him a little bit. Yeah, he said, oh, in your dreams or something like that. Like, in your dreams or dream about it or something. I forget. A little nicer, but, you know, he mocked him for yeah. sure. It's a little narcissistic to just all of a sudden name the dinosaur after yourself. Well, that, yeah, that's another thing. I was like, what is your problem when he said it? Well, question for you guys: Is Jim worried too much about Malcolm? You know, is is he forcing his um, energy too much on sabotaging Malcolm versus just making his relationship with his wife work? Because I feel like if he just, you know, 
um, if he just worked it out with Elizabeth, he wouldn't have to worry about Malcolm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe uh, the testosterone, you know, is more powerful in a man than the brain sometimes. So mm -hmm. I think that would lead him to to want to have some beef with Malcolm, like step off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I his don't name's think Malcolm. That dynamic's gonna change. If if mm -hmm. like I were him and my wife was cheating on me with a man named Malcolm, I'd be a little insulted. <laughs> Fair enough. Unless bad, they, bad you know, unless they become really good friends by the end of this, then I don't see that that dynamic changing. I don't think they're becoming friends anytime soon. No. So yeah, it's going to stay the same. I, I would think, agree. I think so too. Well, guys, before we head into a commercial, any um, kind of last thoughts? I know this episode again, it was much more internal conflict. Um, it wasn't as much of the mysteries as last time, you know, we were getting introduced to the world and things like that. Um, but I like that. I liked it as a follow-up episode. Um, so anything that, uh, we didn't cover in the big, big picture of things. Well, the big picture of thing, things, uh, I don't know if this is a big picture of things. However, they built on a breeding ground. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of something that we need to talk about in terms of, um, they're kind of setting this community up, I feel like, to have weaknesses and to show that they're not always planning ahead. Mm -hmm. And I think they're doing that to cause drama. However, I feel like as a, as a viewer, it just kind of makes me be like, oh, you know, they didn't think about ahead uh, about the roof. Mm -hmm. They're building <laughs> over, like, millions of eggs. Like, Indian bur burial ground, like, never a good idea. I feel like, you know, some of that stuff I just feel like undermines the viewer a little bit because I just think it's a little not great. Writing. Well, do you, do you think it's um, kind of a sign of how idiotic we as a species are even in the future? Um, and two, how, um, again, as we kind of been pointing it out, and I'm realizing more so now, most of the people that, that are there are either medical or, and it seems like militant, you know, somehow mm -hmm. related to um, being soldiers. Um, and so it doesn't seem like... They're necessarily, no offense, the kind of smartest group or whatever, you know? Well, they're doctors. I mean, they should be a little bit. Well, doctors, they don't necessarily know. Right, like... but, I mean, that's a high echelon, you know, of, of people. So you want to keep them as safe as possible and, and create, like, the safest. I mean, if this is where you're bringing, like, the future, you want to, like, cover all your bases. Well, I think the doctors weren't the people who decided to build their... Yeah, I, I mean, of course, I don't either. Eggs. I don't think they're getting out their hoe and they're yeah. like pulling well, dirt out. But, but you never know. That can mean there's ulterior motives with people within Terra Nova that establish this for everybody because maybe they they're doing some of these things on purpose. Maybe there's some moles. Well, uh, two things. A, um, you know, in terms of the pilgrimages, right? Like, um, do they they know that they're going 85 million years back into the past? Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh. Interesting. All right. That kind of threw off my because I was thinking like, you know, as these people go through the time warp, um, you know, they don't know exactly what they should be preparing for. Exactly. But I guess uh, you guys are right. That argument's out the window. Mm -hmm. But um, I think to a degree it could be sabotage. But also, um, you know, most of the time when you're trying to build something, you don't really know. Um, when, I mean, think just. Imagine if someone went up to you and, and gave you the task of, okay, you now have to rebuild civilization in order to uh, to save it. You know, uh, you don't know what you're doing. Like, the whole point is we sucked at it, we effed it up, and that's why we're in this mess. 
And so, yeah, yeah. we're going to make some mistakes along the way in doing so again. I just feel like the writers are creating situations for them to write around. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, for example, the time travel. It's it's a different, you know, instead of instead of uh, instead of being in that place where it can create a butterfly effect. The writers were like, no, we're going to create a different time zone and then we can write through that. So it's like they don't have to deal with like the real the real situation. I feel like they're like creating. It's almost like if you if I think so, if I want to write a joke and I think something's really funny instead of writing the the setup first, I have the punchline already and then I'm writing the setup. So it feels like they're controlling the result and then fitting the prem- premise in. Mm-hmm. That might be a little bit like a little bit out there, but I just feel like the writing to me is a little bit well, low grade. I just that's just how I feel about the show. Like well, I feel like that comparing like this to like the writing of Boardwalk Empire, I feel like this does not compare. Like, well, that's a biased opinion because you love Boardwalk Empire. Of course I do. It's great <laughs> writing. I, I mean, there's no doubt that um, I mean. I would say Boardwalk Empire um, is much more symbolic. There's a lot mm-hmm. more kind of to think about and interpret. Whereas this, I think, um, you know, while there's mysteries, but it's kind of more for the lay person. But I, I like it because I just get to enjoy it. I think people are tuning in for the dinosaurs, for the fun action sequences. So it's, I think that has a different goal than to be Boardwalk Empire. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but I think the common goal should just be like really good writing, not to be Boardwalk Empire. All but right. I'm very over analytical. I'm hard to like, I'm hard to kind of capture. I feel like in my life, I'm always like, well, this doesn't make sense with this. And then this doesn't make sense with this. And then I'm just like miserable and out of my mind. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot more for me to enjoy something because mm-hmm. I want to be settled in my brain first and like feel comfortable believing this. And then I can go forward. So that's my, that's my big, like big picture thing. It has nothing to do with the storyline that we were talking about per yeah, se. Yeah. But just in general, my take on the show so far is that I just feel like the writing is down a level. I, think, I feel like it could be a yeah. little bit more sophisticated. I feel like they could have developed the characters to be more original than this just like picture perfect family that's mm-hmm. like bah, 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 we love each other and we're gonna do everything to be safe. I just it's a little bit. Bleh. I think you're looking for it to be more realistic to you. Yeah, so I just like, wanted to, you wanted to be wanted like to be well gritty. that could be like reality. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that that's what you're looking. For. I feel like a little more grittiness in the story, and I and they'd have me. Mm-hmm. See, I well, think for me, I wouldn't mind. Like I I like this because. It's for entertainment, and I'm not. I I see those things you're saying, and sometimes they annoy me. But with this, it's it's an entertaining show, and yeah. I I'm totally satisfied with what they're bringing to the table. And you never know; these things might have like other types of answers. Maybe what we think our results are really just preliminary. More, like it's just to further more questions. And, and, and here's the thing: I think. Just in watching the first episode to the second, I think, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're defining what it is as a show. And um, I think they will find a good pace. And, and um, you know, I think it will get to that point that you're saying. Maybe not exactly to the critical acclaim that is Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. But I think, it you know, um, it will start to get to the point where you want it. Yeah. Well, I, I, like, I like darker characters. And I feel like Malcolm is actually, for me so far, the best written because he's a little bit like he's a little bit dark and a little bit mysterious and you don't really know exactly because he looks like a clean cut nice guy doctor but he's kind I like just like things below you know not on the surface so I feel like the whole family is a very surface level family Mm -hmm. I don't see any dimension but I really like Malcolm so if they develop the characters more to be uh, have a darker side and and not know what they're going for then I then I would be sold fair enough you're welcome world (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, with that, why don't we uh, um, head into a commercial, and then we'll come back with our news and gossip and a very fun special segment um, before news and gossip where we, uh, as promised last week, will introduce you to a new dinosaur that you may not have heard of. So, Jesse, take us to a commercial. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's experience. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. All right, guys. So we just found out that Kristen loves effed up dark characters who have problems. <laughs> They make me feel better about myself. <laughs> um, you may have gotten that from our earlier discussion, but it was revealed to me all during the commercial break. So if yes. you're wondering why. That along with many other things, because I talk a million miles an hour. <laughs> there you go. Um, that but, was your news and gossip, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have... A, After Buzz TV exclusive. There you go. Um, so I on the lighter side of things for Kristen in her life... She brought over um, a fun report on a dinosaur that she did this week, or research this week. Yes, teacher. But go ahead, tell, tell us all I, about it. I desperately don't want to flunk this class because Homework. I have in the past. I'm an official paleontologist. I feel like mm -hmm. Ross from Friends. I'm as okay. much of a nerd. Um, the di it was hard to come across a dinosaur that's not really undiscovered because if it was undiscovered in Doc. Well, it wasn't the. the uh, I'm sorry if I made this unclear. Um, it wasn't to find a, an undiscovered dinosaur, but it was the goal of this show is to show you more dinosaurs yeah, other yeah, than yeah. the yeah. raptors and the T Rex, right. which we've seen in Jurassic Park. Right. A little bit more uh, on on the DL yeah. on the DL dinosaurs. That's where we're calling the there segment. There you go. Um, the one I found is actually a pretty kick-ass. Um, it's a Spinosaurus. Okay. And uh, and I believe we do eventually have a picture to show you guys, but it was um, he's. It's right there. There it is. Very That's cool. pretty badass. And that kind of looks like a T-Rex. It does, but it's in a completely different family. By the way, for those of you watching, or uh, not watching, for those of you listening um, on iTunes, it looks like a T-Rex with a spine. With a spine. It does. You spineless. You can call them spineless if they're... Mm -hmm. It's not a good way to describe him. So tell us more about this Spinosaurus. Yeah, he looks mean. He was mean. Uh, he was uh, quite a, quite a man-eater, even though there weren't men. Then. Carnivorous, yes, as they say. Yes, very carnivorous. Uh, he was actually one of the largest carnivorous dinosaurs uh, that have oh. been dated. Uh, they're actually from North Africa, even though they're not black. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. They originated in, in North Africa, um, and they actually were discovered in the 20s, in the 1920s. However, a lot of their evidence was lost um, in the World War somehow. I don't know if the documents were... Um, kept in Germany. I don't know like why they were lost during like the World War. Or was it North? Uh, I'm sorry if I missed this part. I just, uh, is it Northern Africa? Northern Africa. Okay, because yes. a lot of the battles did happen kind of there too. Yeah. So, so. basically, they said that um, a lot of their uh, evidence they 
or more, I don't know if it was like they found more fossils recently in like 2007 or something. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of bringing the dinosaur back out and kind of giving him his much needed attention because look how cool he is. Um, they don't have any sort of uh, uh, real clue on why his spine is the way it is. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple theories. One is uh, it's a heat. Um, I don't know if it like distributes heat through the body, but it, they mentioned something about heat. And another theory was um, perhaps it made him look bigger than he was, so he was more intimidating to um, to other predators. However, he was huge. If you put a man next to him and you know go up to his toenail, which huh. is about how long my toenail is right now, uh, let's talk about that. Not talk about <laughs> that. Um, is that crazy to think about that if you were to stand next to that thing? You'd yeah. be the size of the toenail. Yeah, like, I mean, they basically would, you know, you're a man, you come up to the foot area. Crazy. Maybe the lift of the, the heel. Well, good thing we didn't live with those creatures. You could use a pedicure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, we, the, the, the humpback whale, what's, what's the biggest whale? Uh, the blue whale? The blue whale? I, think I guess maybe. in comparison, you know, we're kind of the same, but the blue whale, again, is not trying to eat me. Yeah, they're not right. like killer whales, though. Right. right. These guys were definitely carnivores, that's for sure. Um, now, this was actually the dinosaur from Jurassic Park 3. No. Yeah. I never saw Jurassic Park 3. Uh, um, I saw the first one. He fought, actually, he's bigger than the T-Rex. He is bigger than the T-Rex. He, um, the, remember, if you remember Jurassic Park, the T-Rex is always the bad guy. But, actually, this is, like, the super bad guy. Wow. And he battles the T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. By the way, this is who? DJ Jesse Janity. Yes. <laughs> Live from the booth. <laughs> so this is not so much a dinosaur on the DL, but nonetheless a cool dinosaur. Very cool. And his head, they said, is uh, very crocodile shaped. Yeah, I think he's actually the second largest of the carnivores. I think uh, the number one is like something like an Alice. It begins with an A. I'm not gonna try. You're showing me this. up here. This is not. I'm, I'm not. So, I'm, I'm not adding good. to your. I'm gonna fail my wow. class. Now. Well, here, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm uh, adding to this. If, if no, I thank may. you. Uh, a lot of people thought um, they they kind of disliked Jurassic Park 3, and I didn't quite understand why. They said, you know, the dinosaur there, you know, it's unrealistic, it's a made-up dinosaur. And I was like, well, no, it's not. So what are you talking You know, if that was people's biggest complaint on not liking Jurassic Park 3, come on. You guys are idiots. Yeah. That's because so, they didn't do their homework. They did not. Mm -mm, but Kristen did. Teacher. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Anything else to add to our special segment on the Spinosaurus, also seen in Jurassic Park 3? Mm. All right. Him and I would make good friends. <laughs> there you go. All right. Why don't we get into some news and gossip? Kristen. Oh, I'm the star of the show tonight. After Buzz TV News. Um, a lot of the news and got I you know I didn't really come across too much uh, gossip gossip I mean I just saw tons of reviews and I think the overall take was mediocre mm -hmm. I don't think people were blown away but I think they were impressed enough mm -hmm. um, I think one of the main questions from everybody was was it worth 20 million dollars the first episode was it worth it we, I didn't get a lot of answers. There was a lot of questions, not many mm -hmm. answers. Well, well, let me tell you guys something. I went to the Facebook fan page, and it was at 16,000 a few days later. And by the, I remember I posted to let everybody know we have an AfterBuzz show, and the next day it was up another 1,000. 
So I feel like we're, we're building our fan base now. I mean, it, it's a lower number, but I think as the show goes on, it's only the second episode. It did. We, it, it may bring it up. It did steal the ratings. It was the number one in ratings uh, that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll see where it goes because, you know, if people weren't held in the first episode, you know, it may go down. They weren't the highest ratings of all time, but I think with a week kind of fall premiere season, I think uh, I think it might stay in and stay in the, the running. I, I think it'll... It, I already see it getting better, you know, from the first episode to this one. So I, I do have hopes for it. And I myself am praying that that it stays and even gets better because I want a show like this. I want a dinosaur show. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I actually love it, too. I think it's it's fun. I love the mysteries. That's why I'm tuning into this, because it's adventurous. Are we seeing any change? And another question was, uh, how about the CGI? Some people were saying it looked a little cartoony. Um, it was like a little bit of I think, Disney meets. Disney I think meets the bad. problem may have been that they they spent a. I mean that village is built, you know. Yeah. So why no dome? They might not have money for the dome. <laughs> and two, um, in terms of CGI, maybe uh, it wasn't the biggest expense. Do we know? Did they film this in California? No, they they are uh, they are on location in Australia. They have they, they literally have um, Terra Nova in Australia. I love it. Wouldn't you guys love to like visit the set? I would love to do just like a walk around mm-hmm. of the Terranova set. I that would be pretty amazing. Be Maybe worth a 14 hour flight. Could be. <laughs> After Buzz TV live from Terranova edition? No? Anyone? <laughs> that would be <laughs> that awesome. That would be awesome. We'll like set up our booth in the middle of the field in the I, village. <laughs> to get in there, I'd be like, oh my God, your characters are so well oh developed. God. I love you guys. Please <laughs> <laughs> let me in. Fair enough. Uh, any other news apart from that? Well, uh, what do we think about um, Fox? They seem to cancel everything. Do you think uh, the expense is worth it for them? I don't think they're going to cancel this. They've cancel. said they want to, um, you know, A, it's a huge expense. They're not about to just say, oh, we're canceling it, uh, yeah. $20 million, whatever. Um, and they say they want to give this a shot for at least a season, if not. I think they've pretty much said they'll they'll let it ride out for two seasons and really give it a full shot. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that kind of commitment. If it if it doesn't work out on Fox, do you think this could uh, fare well on something like the Sci-Fi Channel? Oh, I, I would definitely see it on the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. But I like how Fox is, you know, it's a network. Mainstreaming it. And you know they're being ballsy enough to say, you know what, we're doing it. Yeah. Yep. And have we seen any increase in the uh, look of the dinosaurs since Jurassic Park, which was about 18 years ago? Have we seen any advances? That was another uh, little issue. Um. In those 18 years, you know, I have to say we didn't no. really, yeah, it didn't really, they didn't, it doesn't look like they came up with anything new in terms of um, the look of the dinosaurs or the, the originality of the dinosaurs. Yeah. But it's yeah. like you can't really go too off because then it's not real, like it's not realistic. It's not reality. Those are just some takes, you know, I think, you know, I think uh, overall, I think people were, you know, just buzzing over the $20 million cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, it- It'll be interesting to see. Here's, here's, I think, the big test. How will they use these dinosaurs? Because, um, you know, the big kind of iconic moment of Jurassic Park is, you know, they see the brontosaurus and, you know, oh, my God, you have dinosaurs. And, uh, you know, the guys, I, I, I forget his name, the guy who built Jurassic Park, he says, welcome to Jurassic Park. I got chills when he said that exactly. when I was like 12 years old. You know, yeah. and at this point, I didn't realize it was 18 years, but 18 well, years Well, I was not 12 at 18 years ago. I swear I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> but 18 years ago, you're like, uh, you know, that no longer, while well, that was an iconic moment, now you have to kind of do something different with the dinosaurs. And so I, that'll be the real test of Terra Nova. What can you do 
with these dinosaurs. You can't yeah. just show them to us. Right, to right. Because we, with... see, you know, yeah. bring it up, bring it up. So I'm excited. I think they're going to. You guys are making me want to watch Jurassic Park again. I love Jurassic like, I Park. I haven't seen I mean, it in a while, but yeah. I, I want to see it again because it's been so many years. We should do an After Buzz show. Jurassic we Park Trilogy. <laughs> I hear there's talks of a fourth. Really? But that's some news and gossip for That'd you. Be awesome. I, I don't know if it's back. just rumors, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, hopefully in the future these uh, these actors will become a um, little bit of you know stars, so that we'll have some gossip about who they're dating in real life and way that where they've been seen and get yeah, a little I, juice on them as people. That'll be, that'll be fun and interesting. <laughs> yeah. That will be like our our next news and gossip. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Shannon seen naked at <laughs> Chateau Marmont, drunk. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow. Story. That's Flirting a... with co-star. <laughs> there you go. Who knows? Flirting with Malcolm. Oh well, no. Well, is that all we have for the news and gossip? That's it for news and gossip. All right, that is your AfterBuzz TV news and gossip for October third, two thousand eleven, for Terra Nova. Nova. Uh oh. Your AfterBuzz predictions. All right, well, can I jump into this? All right, I just right want to say something. Right before this ended, well, actually, no, sorry. When this ended, we see the teasers for the next episode. Mm -hmm. Okay? It seemed very, very, very interesting. I don't know if you guys all like stood around for those um, teasers because a lot of people changed their channels. But let me tell you, they brought up having memory loss, like some type of virus. Kind of reminds me of the movie Contagion. But um, where they can lose their memory and you see Commander Taylor flipping out. It kind of scares me because he's like the president of Terra Nova almost. And kind of a psycho. Know? But yeah, and he's a little, he seems a little crazy. But at the same time, it's like, what happens if he goes down and this virus takes over? It's I mean, they're really jumping into this in the third episode. What do you guys think? Um, I'm excited to see it. And I think um, it'll be an interesting... Uh, Again, I think, uh, isn't it um, that the wife, Elizabeth, gets her memory erased and Malcolm is the one who has to um, uh -oh. to find the cure? He, he reminds her, he's like, remember, I was really good at sex. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. Um, uh, it probably is. <laughs> so again, and I, I kind of like how each episode will have its self-contained problem. And, you know, they'll be uh, kind of a uh, through line with the family. Um, keeping it together. I know you don't like that, but I like that. So, <laughs> I'll no. get drunk next time. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, uh, before we... Uh, uh, any other predictions you guys have? You know, wait, that wasn't a prediction. That was like leading it up to... Okay. Well, I mean, it's... Yeah, whatever. It's just what's going to happen, I guess. But what do you guys think? Like, do you think... That this is going to take over the village and we're going to see people die maybe in the next episode. I think there's going to be any fatalities because we haven't really. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet. I guess only with the the military people mm -hmm. with the dinosaur. There was like three of them dead, mm -hmm. you know, laying in the jungle. But other than that, I mean, there really weren't any fatalities. All right. What about this to make it really interesting? Malcolm, again, the spy, um, yeah, brought on this disease. And uh, that's how we'll also tie back in the Sixers. Ooh, I like that prediction. Because we have to see them. Yeah. yeah. I like Malcolm as a spy. I, I think that's I think the that's, element you're looking I, for. It is. Uh, Kristen, Kristen likes Malcolm. Yeah. True story. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, any other predictions? 
No, I kind of like yours. I'm really kind of thrown <laughs> off. Honestly, I'm really thrown off with the predictions because they're cutting off each story. It's like, yeah. it's like you know, again, it's not leading. So I, I feel like a little bit, it's just like stopped. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, you know, my, my telepathic abilities are... Fair enough. Are closed. Well, speaking of telepathic, um, we couldn't get Kendra to be on tonight's episode. Yeah. She's in London, <laughs> um, but we tried every method we could, and unfortunately, <laughs> we just couldn't. Apparently, London... Um, although a superpower city, we couldn't find a way. No in internet day and age in London. To, uh, Clearly, we're not in. technically advanced like twenty-one forty-nine. They're too busy drinking tea. <laughs> but nonetheless, she will be back next week, yeah, and we're looking forward to it. And uh, once again, if you're in the LA area or aren't in the LA area, you should get to the LA area. And uh, October 9th, come to the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Uh, to support our Breaking Bad After Show, um, to book your tickets in advance, go to the the John Lovitz Comedy Club dot com, and that's John G O N, not like G O H N, and uh, pre-book your tickets because uh, we will reserve some tickets at the booth. But again, you don't want to get there; it's gonna suck. Like there's a lot of traffic going there, and you're gonna get there, and you're gonna buy your ticket, and it's gonna be like, oh, we're sold out. Uh, well, I want to get in on the show. So book your tickets in advance. Book your yes. tickets and wear your book bathing your suit. Tickets. Wear your bathing suit because if not to show off your tatas, it is like a in that club. It is like you're in Hawaii, and it's yeah. funny because John Lovitz is not the guy I picture in Hawaii, but it's <laughs> totally like beach themed. It's like very tropical. Wear your Hawaiian shirt. It's tons of fun in there. And They've it's, got a bunch of different levels. It's really it's just a cool club. There you go, right on, and you'll get to meet your <laughs> AfterBuzz host, your favorite ones. So what's better than that? Um, and Kristen will be wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath a cool shirt, so you won't be able to see that I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, on behalf of myself, Kristen Carney, Gabrielle Loren, and uh, DJ Jesse Jandy over in the booth, and our uh, announcer, Sir Richard Wentworth, we thank you, and we'll be back next week. See ya. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.